Welcome to Watch Therefore, a program designed to prepare followers of Messiah Jesus to be ready for when he comes for us in the clouds to take us back to that place he has prepared for us. Our King and Lord told us, watch therefore and be ready. You don't know the hour or the day the Son of Man is coming. Dove Schwartz here in northern Israel proclaiming, watch therefore. control of history? Do you know who is in control of the present? Do you know who is in charge of and is directing things towards the future? Our great King and our Savior, Messiah Jesus. Join me in a word of prayer for a special teaching regarding Bible prophecy and modern times. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, please bless all of our precious viewers today and help me to teach your word with great anointing and power to impact our lives and prepare us for your coming, Messiah Jesus. Amen. The prophet Daniel in chapter 2, verse 21 writes, And he changes the times and the seasons. He removes kings and raises up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. Think about that verse as I share some things that took place beginning in the 1600s or so and are unfolding in our day like never before. You see, in the 1600s, for hundreds of years before that and up to that time, Jews were being kicked around Europe, persecuted horribly and tremendously. But the Lord began to do something in England. Born-again Christians there, some in positions of power, began seeing and feeling God's heart for the chosen people. This philo-Semitism, the opposite of anti-Semitism, philo-Semitism, love for the Jews, began to fill the hearts of a very powerful remnant of believers in Jesus across England. The Reformation had been taking place, and there was also a Reformation of making straight the crooked Bible teaching false Bible teaching of replacement theology. It's using the Bible to say that where it says Israel or speaks of Israel in the Bible, that's no longer Israel, that's the church. Except where it speaks of condemnation and punishment, that's still Israel, that's still the Jews. No, that was being done away with. It's still here in our hour, but this vibrant life truth teaching of Bible prophecy as it pertains to Israel. God's not through with his chosen people. To the contrary, he's moving heaven and earth around his covenants with them and the church. So also restored was the biblical apostolic teaching of the rapture. Bible prophecy, as it was written by the prophets and apostles, came alive in the hearts of many across Mary, Old England. The Lord teaches in Genesis 12, 3, I will bless those who bless you and I will curse those who curse you with regard 
to the Jewish people. Well, the Lord then raised up England to become Great Britain, alongside a movement in England driven to see the Jews return to their homeland. Uh, In the 1700s, John and Charles Wesley, for example, and William Wilberforce, the slavery abolitionists, and people like George Mueller also. Uh, There's a special song that I have here that Charles Wesley wrote. Oh, that the chosen band might now their brethren bring and gathered out of every land present to Zion's king. And it goes on to, to speak of the Jews returning from the nations back to their homeland. In the 1800s, the great pastor Charles Spurgeon preached about the Jews returning to their homeland. And and American preachers like D.L. Moody and others, they would preach in England and hear about Bible prophecy and take it back to America. And British Bible prophecy teachers would come to America and teach Bible prophecy. Love for Israel and Bible prophecy spread across America, especially where there would be regional pockets of revival. And the rapture, people were looking for the coming of Messiah Jesus in the clouds. It was an exciting time. And then the Lord raised up America to be the power that it was. Well, in the 1800s, the British Anglican Church planted Christ Church in the old city of Jerusalem just inside the Jaffa Gate. It's the oldest evangelical church in the Middle East. And then if we fast forward to World War I, the Ottoman Turkish Empire ruled the, the Middle East. And that they began ruling in the 1500s. The Ottoman Turks sided with the Germans in World War I, and then the English took Jerusalem from the Turks, uh, and the Turkish Empire was broken up into the modern Middle Eastern countries we see today. Uh, the British were given a mandate over the Middle East, and this set the stage for Bible prophecy that is being fulfilled right now, preparing the way for the rapture of the church and then the second coming of Messiah Jesus to sit on the throne of David. Oh, Hallelujah. Now, I've got to tell you about a special day we had in Jerusalem when we did some recording and we even went to the Jaffa Gate and and then the Zion Gate in Jerusalem. And I just did a little bit of teaching about these things there. Sometimes it's nice to be on location and see what the Lord is doing with your very eyes. Oh, it's so exciting to be in Jerusalem today. At the same time, there's trouble that's coming and we need to pray. We need to watch. We need to to, to, to live our lives for Jesus now like never before. The Bible says my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Today, we can gain knowledge and understanding and prepare for the coming of our great king. Now, we're going to cut to a video that we shot at the Jaffa Gate, and, and then I'm going to come back and we're going to go to a break. But, but first, be blessed, and uh, let's go together to Jerusalem, shall we? I'm standing at a crossroads in the world today. A crossroads of ancient Bible history and modern day Bible prophecy. Hallelujah. This is the Jaffa Gate in Jerusalem. It's such a busy place that I've got a few things to share with you, but I'm not going to be able to do it right here. Uh, We just got a break of people walking in between us and all that. So what we're going to do is move just down 
uh, the walls of Jerusalem, and I'll share more. So we are in the heart of Jerusalem. These are the more modern walls and gates that surround the old city of Jerusalem. A lot of activity here, tour groups, you're going to hear horns honking and lots of traffic. We normally would stop programming with all this noise, but it's just part of it here. So, uh, as I was saying earlier, this is a crossroads of ancient Bible history and modern-day Bible prophecy being fulfilled. These walls were built in the, in the 1500s by the Ottoman Turkish Empire that uh, ruled until about 1917. And what's so exciting about this is that in England, though England had political agendas and, 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 and many other reasons for doing what they did, even, even with Jerusalem, the reality is there was a fiery remnant in England that had a heart for Bible prophecy that, that uncovered and began to teach again the rapture of the body of Messiah. And they had a heart for the Jews coming back to their homeland. So at the, at, at the end of World War I, the British were given by the Lord a mandate over this area, which began with General Allenby, leader of the British military in this region, he was given by the Lord control over this area. It's, it's so exciting. Now think about this. In, in 1917, there weren't many Turks who had seen an airplane. There weren't many people living in this area who had seen an airplane. Yes? And, and there wasn't uh, extensive printing in that time. Sure, sure there were books and, 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 and um, different kinds of printed material, but it wasn't as common as it is now. And, and these two things made such an impact. Why? Because the British had their primitive airplanes at that time dropping leaflets over the old city. General Allenby is coming. Get out. Well, the way it looked in the Arabic, which the leaflets were printed in, the way it read to them was, Allah is coming get out. And so the Ottoman forces and those from the Ottoman uh, Empire that were protecting this area fled out of the old city. Isn't that amazing? So without a shot being fired, the British were able to take the city of Jerusalem. And as I said earlier, there were many agendas with the British that were, were not religious or had nothing to do with our faith in Messiah Jesus. But General Allenby had heard from others in the body of Messiah, when you go into Jerusalem, you get off of that horse and you walk in there. Why? Because there's a king who's coming on a horse. Humble yourself when you take Jerusalem. And he did just that. He dismounted his horse. He walked into the city of Jerusalem and took it without a shot being fired. There is a king that's coming. We're going to go to another gate. We're, we're here at the Jaffa Gate. We're going to go to another gate and talk more about Bible prophecy being fulfilled in, in our day. And we're going to jump forward from 1917, when General Allenby came in, to 1967, because the Battle of Jerusalem continues. All right? This is so important, so relevant for you wherever you are in the world today. Watch, therefore, 
and be ready is the message. King Jesus is coming any moment. Oh, hallelujah. What a special generation we are. What a special place in human history the Lord has inserted us for such a time as this. We need to be ready for who we are, doing what we're supposed to be doing in this generation. We need to be watching for our great king and ready for him to come for us in the clouds. Now, we're going to go to break. Don't go away. And right afterwards, back to Jerusalem. We are so thankful for and excited about the Watch Therefore message. And there are many who would like to partner with our ministry, and I'd like to share some things to bring understanding and help people do that. But first, I want to say this. If you've not yet received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please do not send any money to this ministry. It's our hope and prayer that you would receive Jesus as Lord and enjoy the program today. But for those who want to know more about our ministry and who would like to partner, I'd like to share some things with you. Watch Therefore is the umbrella of our work. Watch Therefore Ministries, the Watch Therefore message. And, and so, because we believe Messiah Jesus could come in the clouds for his people any moment to take us back to that place he's preparing for us, we want to be busy about his work. We want to be doing like the faithful servant who's watching for the master return and doing what he commanded. And the way we do that is through Romans 1.16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, to the Jew first and then to the Gentile. So, blessing Israeli believers to the Jew first, poured out for the nations, then to the Gentile, under the Watch Therefore message. Blessing Israeli Believers says this, We exist to uniquely bless and empower Israeli followers of Messiah Jesus to be the shining light to Israel and the nations of the world. We have Israeli believing partners here in the land we work through, we minister with, and we even financially support to do their great work in this time just before the return of Messiah Jesus. You can go to watchtherefore.tv and find more out about Blessing Israeli Believers. We also have a co-founder that you'll see on the Blessing Israeli Believers website. His name is John McTurnan. We co-founded Blessing Israeli Believers together. And our work in the nations, especially in Africa. Oh, the opportunities. I've been in 10 African countries in about 11 years and seen so many thousands pray to receive Messiah Jesus. We've, we've taught so many pastors in pastors' conferences and helped so many orphans with food and clothing and teaching them the word of the living God. And we have a special project in Uganda today on a refugee camp with 364 orphans and vulnerable children. It's called the Send It Ahead program. You can't take it with you when you go, but according to the words of Messiah Jesus, who said, lay up for your treasures in heaven, you can send it ahead. So both these ministries you can partner with prayerfully and financially, and here's how we'd like you to start. If you'll go to our website, uh, watchtherefore.tv, you can sign up for our monthly newsletters, and we'll place you on the Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's monthly updates. That way, you can see where some of the finances you're giving are going, and you can go to our website and find out where the rest of it is. You can find out about all of our partners in, in both ministries, uh, Blessing Israeli Believers and Port Out for the Nations. Also, 
the airtime costs so much for this television program. But our help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. We trust him to raise up faithful viewers to partner with this ministry. So sign up for the monthly newsletter at watchtherefore.tv. We'll send updates to you and you can pray and, um, and, and see also where your support is going. And also get involved with helping us with the television program only as the Holy Spirit leads. Remember, our help comes from the Lord. So we're going back to the program now. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. I'm at the Zion Gate, the old city of Jerusalem. Again, a crossroads of ancient Bible history and ancient Bible scriptures coming to life. Modern day Bible prophecy is coming alive. Listen, this is so important. See the bullet holes all around me up here. Yeah, this is a place where a very significant battle took place for the Jewish people to take Jerusalem. The battle for Jerusalem continues, and there's a king coming to end the battle and take up residence on the throne of David. King Messiah Yeshua is his name. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. You may be able to see behind me some clouds rolling in. It's getting a little darker behind me. I'm going to talk about that at the end of this segment. With regard to the video that we watched at the Zion Gate, we should remember, we should understand that the Zion Gate reminds us the battle for Jerusalem has only just begun. And and yes, in 1967, in the Six Days War, Israel regained a great deal of control over Jerusalem and Jewish people uh, for the first time in so many years lived there. Again, I'll talk more about that in just a moment. Many see what took place in 1967 with regard to Jerusalem as a fulfillment of a Bible prophecy passage given by Messiah Jesus in Luke 21, verse 24. And they will fall by the edge of the sword and be led away captive into all nations. And Jerusalem will be trampled by Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. So Messiah Jesus speaks of the time where the Jewish people would be cast out to the nations of the world and regathered. Of course, that's happened. And, and, and that, uh, that Jerusalem will be fully under the control of Israel and the times of the Gentiles will be fulfilled. Yet, has that taken place? Well, well certainly not. The times of the Gentiles refers to the times of the nations and their empires ruling over Jerusalem, which began significantly with the Babylonians in 586, well, started in 605, culminated in 586 BC. And, and, and so the times of the Gentiles will not be fulfilled till King Jesus is sitting on the throne of David. That will be the day of the Lord. No longer will it be the times of the Gentiles. It will be the day of the Lord. Jerusalem is still hotly contested, and that will increase to a boiling point, which leads us to a more accurate tie-in prophetically with Luke twenty-one twenty-four and the Jewish people taking back and having control of the whole city of Jerusalem. Though hotly contested, they have east and west Jerusalem. And so... This passage that ties in better with Luke 21, 24 is in Zechariah 14, 1 through 4. Now, we're going to read these four verses, and then I'm going to zero in on the passage that ties in so perfectly. Behold, the day of the Lord is coming, and your spoil will be divided in your midst. 
for I will gather all the nations to battle against Jerusalem. The city shall be taken, the houses rifled, and the women ravished. Half of the city shall go into captivity, but the remnant of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Then the Lord will go forth and fight against those nations as he fights in the day of battle. And in that day his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives, which faces Jerusalem on the east. And the Mount of Olives shall be split into from east to west, making a very large valley. Half of the mountain shall move toward the north and half of it toward the south. This is the final battle for Jerusalem. When Adonai Savaot, the Lord of the armies of heaven, comes back and he will very quickly win the battle and take his place on the throne of David in Jerusalem. Well, at the end of verse 2, we see that Jerusalem is divided after being in Israeli hands. This could not have happened until 1967, folks. Israel did not have ancient biblical or what is called in our modern times and in the news uh, most often East Jerusalem. They didn't have enough control over it then for Zechariah 14.2 to be fulfilled. Now they do. And the world's most powerful nations are pushing them to divide it. Now I need to back up a little bit. Remember in the first segment we talked about how England blessed the Jewish people and had a vision for them to come back to their homeland and for their homeland to be restored to them that King Jesus might return and sit on the throne of David. But here's what took place. People in positions of authority in Great Britain changed their vision and got a new vision. It was a pan-Arab British oil vision, which became official to the point where in 1939 with the British White Paper or the McDonald White Paper, it became official British policy to disregard Zionism to the point when the, that the Jews were coming back to what was called Palestine then, coming back to their homeland, the British Navy blockaded Eretz Yisrael. They, they blockaded the land of Israel and sent the Jewish people back to the clutches of Hitler and the Nazis in Europe where they perished in the concentration camps. And so where it used to be said that the sun never sits on the British Empire, now it certainly does. Actually, just months after the McDonald White Paper was issued, the killing machine of the Nazis, the Luftwaffe, began bombing London. It's an important thing to remember. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you with regard to the Jewish people and the land of Israel. Well, we need to be warned because not only is the European Union and Russia, and the United Nations. But there's one more that makes up what is called the Quartet. The United States of America are engaged and have been for, for uh, decades now at pushing Israel to give Jerusalem away. Interestingly, half of Jerusalem or biblical or ancient Jerusalem to the followers of an antichrist spirit named Allah. Think of that. Think of that. It intensified with Bush 1 and then Clinton and Bush 2 and then greatly intensified under President Obama, they've been pushing Israel to give Jerusalem to the followers of Islam. Now, I'm not sure what President Trump's going to do, but I'm thankful for his support so far, and we're praying for him and thankful for him. Folks, this pressure against Jerusalem increasingly shakes the earth, and then 
King Jesus comes to win that battle we just read about in Zechariah 14. We live in these amazing times where uh, Israel, the whole city, is in the hands of the Jewish people. Like I said, though hotly contested, the times of the Gentiles are still with us. But now they are positioned for Zechariah 14 to again lose biblical ancient Jerusalem temporarily, very temporarily, in the Great Tribulation. And the whole tribulation is a seven-year period of time. During that time, this Zechariah 14 passage will, will culminate with the coming of Messiah Jesus and end the times of the Gentiles. Then it will be the day of the Lord. Hearing this, we know that Messiah Jesus comes for us in the clouds before then, takes us back to that place he's promised that he's been preparing for us. We go through the judgment seat of Messiah. We're given our rewards and, yes, suffer loss for the things we've done with our stewardship in Messiah Jesus in this life that's not been according to his Holy Spirit. And and that's why we want to live for that day when we stand before him, right? And then we come back and reign and rule with him. We return with him. That's why I have a program called Watch Therefore. We're so close every day. We need to be getting ready to meet our king in the air and to go to be at the judgment seat of Messiah and then to return with him. We need to be ready, folks. We need to be ready. We, we, we need to be fruitful, fruitful. We need to be living holy lives. We need, you need to make sure that you're saved, that you don't get left behind and go to hell. Have you really been born again? Jesus, the Lord, came to save that which was lost, you and me. He lived a sinless life. He died on the cross. He was buried on the third day. Hallelujah. He rose from the grave. And he offer us, offers us forgiveness now. We must repent, turn away from our sins, and put our faith in Messiah Jesus. And he sends the Holy Spirit to live in us, and we're made new creations. Hallelujah. Has that taken place in your life? And now you have a desire to live the Lord. It, it, maybe you're a believer in Messiah Jesus, but lukewarmness has crept in. Oh, pray with me. Oh, Father in heaven, please in Messiah Jesus' name, please save, please heal, please forgive those who are watching who need you're moving in their life in this way and in any way, in every way we need you moving in our life. Help us and bless us now, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. I pray that you enjoyed the program today. And as I said at the beginning of this segment, it's getting darker here on, on this set that we're recording on out here at the Galilee, outside in front of the Sea of Galilee. But it's getting darker all over the world, folks. And we are to be the light in the darkness. Whatever you're going to do to bear fruit for the kingdom of God, you better do it now. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming any moment. Thank you for joining us for our program today. Our program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveschwartz62 at yahoo.com. That's D-O-V-S-C-H-W-A-R-Z-6-2 at yahoo.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website, watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is an amazing tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. 
Feel free to also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready.